I'm Lisa. And I'm Loli. And together, together we're, the we're the Bad, bad Bunnies. That was pretty good. That was that pretty was good, good that time. Welcome back to Battle Buddies, the podcast. You're listening to episode six. It's getting colder and so is my heart. It's getting darker and so are my thoughts. The leaves are falling and so am I. Falling apart. Hey guys. So today's topic is seasonal affective disorder um, or SAD or seasonal depression. Yes. Welcome back, guys. So... First, I just want to excuse ourselves um, for not recording in two weeks, and there's a reason for that, and we will let you guys know. But first, we want to catch up, you know, what we've been up to and all that stuff. Yes, I feel like it's been forever. It has been forever. It does feel like forever. So, okay, the first week was Thanksgiving week, and we didn't record because it was a holiday week. You know, we wanted everyone to enjoy their holidays. Um, It was Loli's birthday. Yay! Um... And for her birthday, uh, she came, well, the day after her birthday, I was down in New York City, and she came, she drove all the way from Pennsylvania. Yes. I feel like me. it was a one-in-a-lifetime chance. Yeah. I feel like it was now or never. It was done or never. <laughs> right. No, and it was long overdue because we haven't physically seen each other in, how long was it? 18 years about 18 years and that's hard to like understand for some people because they're like you call yourself best friends and you haven't seen each other in over 18 years how well because we actually obviously been friends since we were little girls um and then when i was a young girl i think around 13 12 13 i moved to rhode island so that was the last time we physically saw each other Mm -hmm. um but obviously we talk all the time um so that was so exciting it was um we met we we obviously did the one greatest thing that we love to do we went out to eat Eat! Eat! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we went out to eat um and we you know we catch we catch well we 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 did not catch up we didn't even uh, talk girl i was about to say we didn't really catch up because we i mean we're up to date on our lives we were spiritually bonding over yes (laughs) we were just enjoying the moment enjoying the ambiance enjoying the food it was amazing i was so happy there's no Um, need to catch up when you um speak every day on the phone my and lisa's relationship is kind of like a long distance relationship it's like a boy a a boyfriend or a girlfriend would have but it's a friendship (laughs) a long distance is friendship that's what it is right we facetime several times a day um we record the podcast together obviously and we text all the time so it's you know it was it was wonderful i was so excited i was so happy um and then also i was away for thanksgiving i was spending time with my new york city family that was amazing that was awesome i had so much fun and when i left i i felt like i was on a cloud i was so happy it's i feel like it's so important to um what am I what am I trying to say to uh work on that bond that you have you know with nurture those ones. relationships yeah. yes that's the word. thank you I you got you it? girl right that's sure. why you're my best friend that's what I'm saying <laughs> um to nurture those relationships so you know I was so happy that I went and it was amazing it that that's just the word that I have for it it was totally awesome and um i'm really happy for you because i know you usually um spend it you know with um your other side of the family so i know it really meant a lot to you it had been a while right and i i mean i always see these family members well some i haven't but um just to you know have that time i was away for a week 
um, spending quality time. There's nothing like quality time. So right. I'm happy that I had that time. Um, so yeah, that's why we didn't record that first week. I mean, we're, we're, we have to catch up. Let's catch up on two weeks. That was the first week, the holiday week. Mm-hmm. So how was your Thanksgiving well, birthday and birthday birthday week? My birthday was nice. I spent it with my kids and my husband like I usually do. And I never want to do anything crazy. We just went out to eat because that's my thing, eating. Right. And um, so we did that. And then for Thanksgiving, my husband, used, um, when he works on a holiday, we don't, we don't, I really don't do much on that day. So we just celebrate the next day that he's off. So he wasn't off until that weekend. So my Thanksgiving wasn't actually until that weekend. Um, so then we did that so we just had our dinner but the day after my birthday like you said I went down to New York I met up with you we had an amazing time it was so so nice um and it didn't feel weird or anything because we talk all the time I just I feel like we just needed that physical hug yeah we were just in you know we were just embracing the moment and each other's presence and I think it was so amazing I I felt like I just saw you the day before right and Um, it was so it was so I just wanted to be so in the moment that I didn't even whip out my camera. And I'm such a camera person. Right. And You're a vlogger. Everything. You're a vlogger. Right. I love vlogging moments like that. And right. I didn't even like whip it out or anything. I just really, it had been over 18 years. I didn't feel like having a camera in my face. I just wanted to really right. enjoy the moment. So that's how I know that I was so into it. Cause I didn't whip out my camera. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then, yeah. So Lisa, she, after we hung out, we came to my, um, we came to my, um, in-law, house my girls and my husband were at my in-laws house because you know that's my husband took the girls while I hung out with Lisa so that was so awesome of him and then and then from there my grandmother lives in the same building as my in-laws so I went upstairs I got to see my sister my niece my grandmother and it was so awesome that my grandmother was able to see Lisa after so many years because my grandmother was actually our Sunday school teacher so for her to see like a student all grown up I know she was like she got she was emotional for sure Right. And she knows how close we were back then. So just to see us together as adults, I'm pretty sure it was really um, great for her to see that. Yes. My grandmother is so happy about how the how life just reconnected us and, um, you know, just brought that friendship back together and stronger than ever. So she's just so happy about our friendship. So that was my Thanksgiving. It was and birthday. It was really amazing. And then it was awesome. And then you celebrated your Thanksgiving what was it the day after like two days after that okay. weekend is when my husband was off so that's when I made like right. the big Thanksgiving meal and it was nice I feel like Thanksgiving should be every day thankful every day right and so it doesn't really matter when you have the official dinner that's just right. dinner right um but yeah we that was an amazing week um you, you had an amazing week we had um well I had an amazing week with my family um, and just one more thing, you brought me down your pasteles. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. I made vegan pasteles out yes. of um, pulled, uh, my pulled pork or chicken was jackfruit. Oh and um, I was like, oh my gosh, it do, so will amazing. it survive? Like, I thought it was going to It did out survive. The way. It survived. It was still frozen when I gave it to Lisa. So that was right. nice. Yeah, so I had that and um, she was trying to act like they, oh my God, it's good. Yeah, it was. And she knows that it was because she's <laughs> Chef Loli, so she knows. Stop that it. it was good. Um, so yeah, that was our first week, our holiday week. We had so much fun. Um, and so then, that's why we didn't record the first week, right? We just wanted to enjoy our holiday week, and then we actually recorded an we episode. Did. Um, <laughs> but it was horrible. It was, but it was so horrible. It was a train wreck. 
yes, um, you know, like our vibe was off and you know, of course we want to stick to a schedule every week, but Quality I told Loli, yes, to us. yes. And I, and I told Loli, I said, you know what, the content for me and having our energy up is way more important than just be, being stuck to a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we recorded it. We didn't upload it. We just didn't like our vibe. We didn't like the tone of our voices. It, it was just horrible. And we would never give you guys anything. Um, that we wouldn't want to listen to, cause trust me, we didn't want to. It listen was to like, <laughs> like, you, like Lisa said, it was like nails on a chalk boy when we would listen. Oh when we gosh. played it back, we was like, we are not putting this up. So you I guys, know. our intention was to put up, you know, a, an episode last week, but it was, we're not just gonna give you anything. If our heart isn't right. into it, if our energy isn't up, we're not, right. we're not putting that out there. Right, and I just want to throw out there that um, the last episode was intermittent fasting. So I know, I know, after Food Addiction, we told you guys we were going to give you an episode on intermittent fasting. We promise we will. Eventually. Um, eventually. <laughs> but we but can't say when. Right, but unfortunately, you know, that was the episode that we recorded last week. And it's just, you know, we, we just weren't feeling it. We weren't in the mood. We weren't in that type of intermittent fasting mood. Right. Um, so it just didn't work out. Um, I think and- because we have fallen, let's be honest, we've fallen off of right. our intermittent fasting yes, routine. Absolutely. I right. think that's why we weren't there because we haven't been rocking it. I think when we're back, when we pick up our routine again after the holidays and we're rocking it, our fasting and all that, that's when we're going to be able to um, m- do that episode because our energy levels will be up. It's like we're rocking right. it. We can tell you at the moment what we're doing like to keep on track. When they're in- yeah, when we're in the midst of it, and um, honestly, before I, right from the holidays, I haven't been fasting, right. so it's like I can't even be positive about something that I'm not currently doing. Exactly, um, and it's so hard to get right back into it when right. you when you've cut it off. Um, so but we'll get back to it. it after the holidays, yeah. and and that's when we'll be able to record that episode for you guys. Right, we definitely will, and also um, you know we. Just to elaborate, we weren't feeling our best because we are both battling the seasonal depression, which is um, terrible. Right. But we felt like recording this episode was vital. It was so because, fitting because we're experiencing right, it. Right. We are both experiencing it at the same time. Um, so we felt like it was so fitting to record this episode Right. So this is yeah. this is something this is a topic well this is something that a lot of people experience and um I experience every year I've been experiencing um seasonal depression for a long time and I never knew there was a name to yeah. it until Lisa sent me this Instagram um video where they talk about seasonal depression. I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it is. Like it's during the right. season, like during the holidays around that time that I start experiencing this. I just didn't know there was an actual scientific term and it's an actual like thing. Right. And it's it's the same thing with me. Um, I've had it for such a long time and I've never known what it was. Um, and then, you know, a light bulb went off in my head when I saw that, when I came across that video, when I sent it to you, I'm like, oh my God, this is the name to it. It's seasonal depression. Um, and you obviously feel like you're stuck in it alone. You feel isolated. You feel like you're the only one going through it. Right. But the fact that I saw that video and then I saw so many people comment under it lets me know that there's so many people feeling the same exact way that we're feeling. And like I said, I feel like we we both feel like recording this specific episode this week is 
was so vital because we are in the thick of it right now. Right. Like, um, yeah. So, yeah, so like, yeah. Last night, me and Lisa were talking and we were like, we we can't do this intermittent fasting topic. Like, we just can't. We're not we're not fasting in the moment. Right. Like right, right. now, we're not in our routine. Let's do that right. another time, like when we're back in it. And she was like, well, why don't we like talk about what the seasonal depression that we're experiencing right now? And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, it's perfect. Right. We, you know, right now in the midst of the holidays, I know a lot of we're not the only ones out there. This is perfect. So that's what today's topic is about. And um, we always like to kick things off with like the definition of what we're talking about and um so what i found for the definition on uh seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression is that is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons um sad begins and ends at about the same time every year and if you're like most people with sad your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months sapping your energy and making you feel moody less often sad causes depression in the spring or early summer right oh i'm sorry lisa because i know you um see lisa is gonna tell you guys the symptoms but before she does i just wanted to say one more thing i found interesting is that according to the american academy of family physicians four to six percent of americans suffer from seasonal depression and that's rough yeah that's roughly about 1.5 million people Wow, that's crazy. And it's like, it's so crazy because when you feel this, I mean, it's so, I for me, it's so common to me that I'm just like, oh, I'm just, it's it's just me being me again. Right, you think it's time. just you, like it's just a right. you thing, and it's not. Who, who would know that millions of people are going through the same thing that we're going through? So here are the symptoms. For mood, you can have, you know, you can feel anxiety, general um, discontent, loneliness, loss of interest. You can be you know have excessive sleepiness insomnia sleep deprivation um you can also have appetite changes fatigue um irritability social isolation and then also just like depression um and just lack of interest weight gain and um so those are some of the symptoms that are associated with seasonal depression Mm. so what are your personal um, symptoms lowly of seasonal depression well um so before I get into my symptoms some of the symptoms that I experienced I just wanted to say that um I don't know when to start it it's not new it's been happening for years since I was very young and um I don't know what started it. I don't, I can't recall like a bad Christmas that made this happen, like a bad winter, like a bad experience. Um, I just know that it started from young where I just don't look forward to the holidays. And um, when my mom passed and my, and my aunt, her sister passed, it just got worse. So it was already like, I was already experiencing this before they passed. And then after they passed, it just got worse. So I just wanted to say that. Um, some of the symptoms that I experience are, um, depressive. I just feel very, very depressive. My, my spirit feels very heavy. Um, I'm very moody. My mood changes constantly. I can't say like from one day to the next, it's like, literally I could be in one mood right now and like 20 minutes later and be in another mood. Um, I dwell a lot on negative thoughts. When I'm not in this um, SAD, I'm more likely to, like, snap out of it and, like, push myself and um, refocus. It's easier to not 
to come out of those feelings. Right. Just, but like, like yeah. it's harder in this season. Like I right. dwell and it's hard. Um, I'm very lethargic. Um, I, I socially with, I, I have social withdrawal. I don't want to participate. I don't, please don't ask me to have coffee. Um, I don't, I, I don't even, I hate to say this, but I don't even like look forward to church just because I don't want to run into nobody. I don't want nobody to say hi to me. You don't want that social interaction. I don't want any interaction. Same, same. Uh, Yep. Um, Very irritable. I get very irritable. Everything bothers me. Um, Difficulty focusing. Um, I eat very unhealthy. Like I've been on this thing for like, I want to say like I'm like, three weeks now where I'm eating a lot of junk. I overeat. And, but I think the worst thing of all is I'm just very, very extremely reclusive in this season, the seasonal depression. I just want no parts of anything, like no parts of anybody or anything. I don't want to participate. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want nobody to text me. I don't know. I don't want anybody to say, how are you doing? I don't want nobody to check on me. I want no parts of anything. I'm very, very reclusive in seasonal depression. Yes. Um, okay, so I can start off by saying um, I agree with you. Um, I don't. I can't pinpoint exactly when it started, um, but I know that I've been this way for a very long time. Um, and some of the symptoms I usually feel are not the symptoms I'm feeling now at the moment. Mm. Um, so in the past, um, well, first I'll start off by saying I love the holidays, the holidays, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's are my favorite holidays. So I'm quite the opposite Mm. from you on that part. Um, I love the holidays. I love, uh, spending that time with my loved ones but then I go right back to my shell Mm. like I'm not I'm not so like it pauses for the holidays and then it resumes after it's done right like I can you know I'll socialize on that one day that one holiday or whatever and um between like before and after that I'm completely alone I don't like to you know I, I love to be isolated um, which can be very dangerous um, mm-hmm. to your spirit. Um, so it's like, I'll come out. So I love the holidays. Um, but something I wanted to throw in there was even if I'm not feeling my best on Christmas, let's say, or on New Year's or on Thanksgiving, I dwell in the fact that the memories that I had as a child being around my family are the ones that make me happy. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, so I just, when I'm in the moment and I'm in, you know, even if the environment's not the same and, you know, people change, people grow older um, and stuff like that. People start families and all that stuff. So things are never the same the way they used to be when I was younger. But I'll just reminisce on the feelings that it used to bring me. And that alone will make me, will put me in a great mood. That's a good Um, tip. Yeah, so it's, it's not even like, I'm not even... It's kind of weird because although I love the holidays, I'm not even in the moment. I'm like dwelling on how it used to make me feel. You right. Know? Like, and that's I'm better there. than just sitting there and being depressive. Yeah, and being like miserable. So I just like, you know, I have to be around my family. Like I can't, you know, not be around them when, around the holidays. So I just bring my mind 
go straight there. Um, so some of the symptoms that I usually feel are anxiety, um, discontent, loss of interest. Um, lately, I've been feeling uh, like excessive sleepiness. Mm. I f- like I've been I don't it doesn't matter. I could be so exhausted, so sleepy and I will not sleep during the day. Um, so lethargic I'll, for you. Too. Yeah, I, I'll like yeah, I'll I'll try to stay I like I'll fight to stay awake. Um, and now I just like, I just want the day to just like drift on by and I can care less. I mean, like I'll, and I'll say this in my tips. Like if I have something that I have to do, I have to like force myself to do it. Mm -hmm. But if I don't, then, you know, I just get very depressive. Like, um, I definitely get, I definitely, my behavior is like the social, the social isolation, is very big for me and I've noticed that that can be very offensive to other people mm-hmm. because they feel and and I feel like people who don't go through seasonal depression can't like you know speaking to you which is someone who can relate gets it right but someone who's doesn't go through it or has never been through it they take it so personal um like why why would you exclude yourself from things why would you stay away on purpose and it's just like it's not even about you it's about the way that I feel right Um, I could I'm sorry to interrupt I can give a little quick example just last night my husband finally pulled out the decorations the girls were dying to like decorate and he um we don't really put up a tree we usually just have this little tree that we put on the table and we do the fireplace and he he decorated really nice he even like he went all out he went to the store because he felt like he was missing things like he gets really to it for the girls and I'm so glad that they have that parent that does it right you know they can't count on me for that so he's like hey babe like what do you think right it's nice and I'm like yeah and I guess it wasn't as enthusiastic like my response like the enthusiasm he was looking for so he like he got offended so as soon as you said that just now I'm like yo that's what happened yesterday and I wish I would have been more intentional about it even if I was faking it like doing a little extra for him because right. I know he worked really hard on it and the right. girls were so excited and they put Christmas music on and he got hot chocolate for them. And I just like, no, I am, the, feel- I am the Grinch. Leave me alone. Right, right. Right. And then the thing about that is that's such a great example because something like that puts you in a worse mood because then you start to like analyze what you did and wish that your response was different and then you start to like yes. feel bad about that and then you go into those emotions and feelings about you know yep. how bad you feel and stuff like the that guilt and and right. also ang- a little bit of anger because you get upset like please don't push me don't force it down my throat like right you right. get those feelings too so yeah right. well yeah. i'm sorry i just wanted to no 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 no, no no that's great that's great and um this it's kind of the same uh ones that you mentioned um mood swing sadness i do a lot of self loathing mm-hmm. like it's it's just like oh my god this is so terrible and I, this is why this is happening and this is why i feel the way that i feel and i mean it can be stuff that i've actually dealt with and got over and somehow some way when i'm in up my depressive mood i just bring it up just yes. to make like i want to it's kind of like you get gratification on that feeling Yo, that, that the is self-loathing so brings you isn't that crazy like it you is. like you just start picking things out of the air um things that you don't even think about on the regular mm-hmm. um because you want to just like soak you want to bathe in that self yeah yo that's crazy yeah. <laughs> i feel like you're in my head it's right so and true. it's and then it's like 
then I get mad at myself because I'm like so disgusted with myself because then I'm like, you don't even think about that on a regular day. You like, were what free the hell? from that and you're going back right. to that. Exactly. And um, it's just, I, it's, uh, it's like a roller coaster of emotions. So it really true. is. Um, uh, general discontent. Ugh. Everyone, you can literally do. Honestly, I feel like me and you can communicate on that level that we can't communicate with other people right. because we know we like we are feeling the same exact thing with other people um it's just, i mean and it's not including the people who like you know send me encouragement and um stuff like that you know having those conversations but anyone else like even especially social media is the mm-hmm. worst thing to be on when you have seasonal depression right um because everything annoys you you're mad at everyone you right. hate everyone you like you're so irritable like you said earlier like everything just bothers you um and i've been feeling like that lately um i just don't want to like even hearing my name because someone wants to get my attention to talk to me is like what right it's like what is a chalkboard like why are you even breathing (laughs) right why right like why how how come you're noticing me you don't see that i'm like that i don't want to be bothered right um so yeah i've been you know i've i've been doing a lot of self-reflecting and um even in my seasonal depression and i'm just like even it's so crazy because even when I try to talk myself out of it, like you know, Lisa, they have nothing to do with it. Like just you go calm right down. back into right. it, right? You're like Lisa, just calm down. They have nothing to do with it. Like they're not even doing anything. And then it's just like nah, but they just aggravated me just by even talking to me. So no, I'm not gonna even let that slide. So right, um, right, yeah, that's basically so. Ex- something. Well, what I wanted to point out was the excessive sleepiness. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, I mean, like I said in a previous podcast, I think it was the singleness in marriage when I said peace doesn't mean perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, although I do have peace, nothing is perfect in my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the excessive sleepiness is like I'm trying, like I'm forcing myself to be depressed when I know that God has delivered me from that. You know, mm-hmm. he has delivered me from um all the things that I've battled up until this point. Um right. and all the feelings and I'm just like, no. Like I just want to dive into But the- it's almost like when you fight with your partner and things you forgave him for, you bring it up in that moment right, right, when you already right. forgave him. It's almost yeah. like the same thing. Like I remember what you did. Like since November, I'm already mad, right. November let me bring up all the other right, shit. November second, twenty ten. When you made me feel that way, remember that? that like, that's what I do. That's crazy. And it's because it's, it's like, you know what it is? It's a similar feeling. Whatever you're mad about in that moment, right. those is the same feelings like when you were mad that last time. So exactly. you bring up everything that made you feel the way you're feeling in the moment. And that's what's happening with, like, the seasonal depression. The reason right. why we're, like, bringing back up all this old junk that we were freed from is right. because it made us feel, all those things made us feel depressed, like, like and it's what a we're com- feeling right now. Right, and it's, like, a comforting feeling. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a, you know when, like, you go to the store and you try on a coat, that snug feeling that it gives you? Mm-hmm. That's what seasonal depression does I'm so glad you brought that up because I thought I was crazy for feeling that. No, no, it's a real, it's, 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 that's why the fact that we're doing this podcast, it was so necessary Mm -hmm. because it's like, 
that feeling, the seasonal depression and just feeling, um, you know, I love isolation. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. Yeah. And, um, the same thing with, um, church and, um, it's not that I, I mean, I love worshiping God. I love praising God. I love going to church, but it's like when I'm feeling this way, it has nothing to do with the church itself. It's not personal. It's not even personal with God is your heart's not there. Right. It's not personal with God. It has nothing to do with church. It has nothing to do with people, um, with, with the people in the church, but it's just like, I don't want you like, don't ask me what's wrong. Right. Don't ask me if I'm okay. Don't ask me anything. I don't want to say hi. It doesn't help. I don't want to hug. I don't want to, I miss you, my sister in Christ. I love you. I don't want to hear none of that. Like all of that just aggravates me. I Um, almost, you know what? Treat me bad. I almost want you to treat me bad. Like, can we argue? I feel like arguing. Can we argue? (laughs) Right. I like, it's, it's like a comforting, like I said, it's like when you put that coat on, like, you know, you're eyeing this coat in the store and you love it so much and you go try it on and that comforting feeling that it brings you once you try it on. Mm -hmm that's exactly what it feels like it's like leave me alone um to my own demise and don't ask me anything and don't try to take me out of it because you're just gonna aggravate i want to stay right where i'm at i don't want to feel better i actually like self-loathing like you said like bathing in it i love it it's right so horrible (laughs) i know but even though we're making it seem like well yeah the way we're making it seem like you know i love it so much it's not the actual feelings mm-hmm. that we love it's the comfort that the feelings right. bring us that we love right um so that's you know that's another symptom of mine and you know eating i mean going through food addiction like we previously discussed and being in seasonal depression it's like it almost activates it 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 turns this switch like it's okay to like it's like a soothing voice mm-hmm. it's okay to eat junk it's all right it's the holidays. Yep. Um, you can eat whatever time you want. You don't have to fast. Um, you know, you're not going to eat junk forever. Right. And that's usually um, what, ha- what happens with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we're unable to record that episode on intermittent fasting because we're fasting not, has yeah. sucked for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just eating crap. And like, it's literally. not that intermittent fasting doesn't work. It's that right. we're we're not mentally... First of all, intermittent fasting is mental fitness. I like to describe it as that. And right now, are we fit mentally at all? Look at the way we're talking. We're love exactly. We love bathing in our self-love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's, it's not the... It's not the it's, yeah. And um, one one thing that I always do, which I'm actually fighting to not do um, now, um, this time around, is isolate myself. Um, because I feel like whatever steps you take towards your purpose, it brings you te- 10 steps back. Mm-hmm. So if you went 20, step, 20 steps, is going to bring you 10 steps back. And the isolation is... It's a comforting place, but it's also a spiritually is a dangerous place. Um, for the me. enemy has it right where he wants. Yeah, to. yeah, and you just basically it's like you're swinging the doors open to let him in and say, "Have your way with me," right. which is a really you're in a very dangerous... vulnerable position. When yes, you're in and um, yeah, and um, for me, I take everything personally. Um, and I'm like, see, I knew it. I knew, like, I, I do stuff like that, mm-hmm. things that I normally wouldn't do. 
Um, so I'm fighting through the isolation now. And I just want to say for all those listening, if you feel the same exact way or you're going through the same exact thing, um, it's not, you know, you have to, you don't have to feel this way for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like you can fight your way through it, but you have to fight. Um, like I said, I love isolation. I love being in isolation. I just want to be left alone until, you know, I'm through feeling the way that I feel. But I've learned, you know, from previous, for, for years of going through seasonal depression, um, for as long as I can remember, the isolation always messed up whatever I had going on. So whatever progress I've made, it messed it up. Um, And then it brings me right back to square one. Um, And for me, I can give an example. uh, Last, uh, I think it was last year, two years ago, um, I was in charge of doing the, what is it called? Like the harvest party at church Mm -hmm. with someone else. And I completely bailed out on her. Like I wouldn't pick up her phone calls. I wouldn't um, meet with her for anything and then she just ended up doing everything alone and it made her feel a certain you know it made her feel a certain type of way like you know you left me hanging and I had to do everything alone when we both agreed that we would do this together and it made me feel so bad um because that's not normally the person that I am but it's something that I can it's something that I've dealt with for so long that I couldn't control so that's why this time around I'm trying to fight through and, and don't get me wrong I have kept myself in isolation um like, I don't like talking to anyone. I don't want to be bothered. Like, leave me alone. But I'm fighting my way through it because I don't want to mess up those relationships and those connections that I have with people because they're like, okay, one minute she... Especially when they don't know what it is and they don't know what you're going through. It's so hard for them to get it. It's so hard for them to understand. Right. Um, and they just look at it as, you know, you're being selfish. And really, you're not. Um so I've been fighting my way through that. And it's, it's really, really hard. But yeah. Right. Um, cool. I, well, like Lisa, I'm very much in love with isolation. Before I even mm-hmm. got reconnected with Lisa on the friendship level that we have now, I was in total isolation. Like I was literally, I used to call it, I think I called it Lowly Island. I'm not sure. But it was my own little island and I had no friends and I loved it. I didn't want any friends. I was very resistant to anybody trying to get close to me. I loved isolation. And when um, I go through my seasonal depression, that's the first thing I do. I withdraw um, and I just stay isolated. And like Lisa, I'm very aware that it's dangerous. But like unlike Lisa, I don't fight it. I, I have no desire to fight it. And um. I preach it to people that it's dangerous to be isolated, but I don't apply it to my life. So I'm a hypocrite in that area where I tell people don't, you know, fight it, you know, um, and stuff like that. But I, yeah, I stay isolated and it, I don't care how it seems to people, if it's selfish, if they think that it's personal. When I get out of my seasonal depression, I'll explain to you why I was isolated and I didn't want to keep in contact. And if you understand, great. And if you don't, then you don't. I'm very, very selfish in my seasonal depression. I I really don't care about anybody's feelings. Like I have to look out for myself and my well, supposedly, you know, quote unquote, my well-being. Um, But yeah, so those are our symptoms, like some of the things that we experience during our seasonal depression. And um, we don't ever want to like tell you put out there like, um, 
something like seasonal depression or like food addiction but not give you like tips or whatever that like first of all i'm gonna give you some that google um gave me and then we'll each me and so each tell you some of the personal tips that we have like what has worked for us maybe in the past or presently so some of the tips that google uh gave me was light therapy and i was like what the heck is that and it and i guess it's like you buy you you buy you buy a light box um and supposedly the light therapy like helps your moods because obviously i know for me that might even work because i look forward to sunlight and now that the winter you know it gets dark early and stuff that really depresses me so i'm gonna look into that um exercise it said that's not happening so right Um, that's not that's (laughs) definitely i mean maybe in the future but not not right now um next (laughs) next, vitamin z i'm actually vitamin z deficient so um severely deficient in fact so um yeah i I know i need to get out more but still that's something else you know what you need to do but you don't want to do it that's me um so vitamin z they said sticking to a schedule um Mm. It, that's kind of hard. Yeah, it is to do because it's like you're not even thinking about. Like right. I said, it's it's a selfish thing. So it's like, and it's it's a selfish thing to everyone else, but to us, it doesn't seem right. selfish. So it's like sticking to a schedule. It's like, no, I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. If I get to it, if I want to get to it, and that's basically it. Right, and I could um, kind of see where they're coming from because I guess what they mean is like make a routine for yourself so that you're not right. like in bed all day self loathing. Because at least you have that routine where you, at least you put yourself on autopilot. And even if you're going through the motions of your routine, at least you have a routine right. in place, and it's forcing you to do things. Right, I actually, um, the other day I wrote a list down of like, okay, this is my to-do list for today. Um, right. I'm going to write, you know, stuff down about what I want to do. Um, I got some of it done, but for the rest of it, I was just like, eh, whatever. But it was cool because you pushed yeah, yourself, I, you know? Yeah, I did. I definitely did. So sticking to the schedule, keeping a journal, which is something I've always done, keeping a journal, um, aromatherapy, they said that scents really can, you know, boost your moods. So like lavender and things like that. Um, nutrition, eating healthier. Um, when you yeah. eat, they, you know, if you eat junk, you feel like junk, they say, and if you eat you know healthy then you feel good um so well, nutri- that makes sense it does i've been eating like junk <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> nutrition um being proactive uh it said dawn simulators so i guess that kind of goes in the category of like light therapy um mm-hmm. warm winter vacations and um yeah that's all that i saw for um on Google, that stood out to me, and I thought it was worth mentioning. But those yeah. are some of the tips that Google threw at us. And then I guess now we'll those give are great you... tips. Yeah, they are. I would I would take some into consideration, like not, but not like exercise, but yeah, <laughs> um, or eating or nutrition, but right, <laughs> right. The rest of those stuff. Yeah, good. you know, I could throw a little piece of lettuce on my. Uh... <laughs> Eat a little side salad. A little side um, salad smudged in uh, dressing but yeah right right so um lisa what are some of the uh per- like tips that you have that have worked for you in the past or present um well my learn my long-term memory is uh, i don't know what i honestly so what's like currently can... working then for you uh i can i can't give you tips of what i used to do because i literally would just um stay you wouldn't my... even try right 
yeah, I wouldn't even try, and I would just stay in my seasonal depression until it was gone. And, right. and then I'm like, okay, I'm like, when spring comes around, and um, like maybe towards my birthday, my birthday's in March, I start to feel a little bit better. And then when spring rolls around, I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm better. Yeah, um, so you would I, just I wait it better. out. Yeah, like I wouldn't even try to do anything. But lately, um, and this time around, um, this season, I've been you're being more intentional about it. Yes, yes, because one of my goals for 2018 was to be more intentional. Right. Um, so I'm trying. I'm not fully there. I'm not perfect. I'm working on myself. But in the meantime, in between time, um, I've been listening to a lot of worship music. Sometimes when I can't even express my feelings or I can't, um, it's hard to get out of your thoughts to pray, to push and pray. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have been praying. Um, I pray every day, but that really like cry out to God, like, please get me out of this. It's hard to do that when, um, you enjoy where you are. Um, so music definitely helps me, um, even out, uh, my, my emotions and create that balance. Um, I've tried listening to, uh, sermons online and stuff like that. And, you know, I'll put it on, but and I'm listening to it, but my heart is not there receiving it. And I'm just being honest. Right. Um, so I'll listen to sermons. You know, I'll let it feed my spirit, even if I get it days later. And I remember something that they said. Um, but I'm just, I'm leaving it open to feed my spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like I mentioned before, the uh, writing down a to-do list. I'm really big on writing everything down. I literally write everything down. If I have to do something like, run to the dollar store I'm writing it down because my mind always runs a million miles a minute and I will forget um so I I've created a to-do list because I'm being more intentional you know what I want to do for the week um and I'll just cross out as I go out I'll go crossing it off and um that has really pushed me to um create a better and like a better um, environment for myself at the moment um the other day I went um you know I was feeling very like just dark and not really I wouldn't say dark I would say just really tired and just over it and I was just like you know it was the morning time it was like 8 30 in the morning I laid in bed and I'm just like you know I need to get up like I need to go do something so because I've been wanting to cut my hair um and this was not an extreme act of seasonal depression. Like, oh, she's all depressed. When she's you first touched me, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, because I said I cut my I hair like, off. Oh, my but... God, this is like a seasonal midlife crisis. <laughs> no, I did it because my hair has been bothering me for a while. And I wanted, I've been wanting to cut it off so it can grow healthy. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm going to use this opportunity to get up, get dressed, and go out just to get some sun just to be out of, uh, you know, just to get out of the house really quick and not stay here and just, you know, soak in my emotions. Um, so I went out. I, you know, I got my hair cut. It looks so cute, by the way. I thank wish you guys you. could see her hair. I know. Well, it, it was You should put up, up a picture to... on, the, on the Instagram. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty long. I mean, I've been, I've had it short for a little bit. So I have continuously cut it but it has grown um and I was just sick of it so I cut it again just so I can grow healthy and um getting out of the house doing that um you know paying bills and just keeping my mind focused on on 
my to-do list and um, being out of my own head for a little bit definitely helped. Um, So those are my tips. But the number one thing that has been helping me lately for the past couple of weeks has been, um, or even this past week, has been worship music. Um, Because, you know, I still feel like even despite of how I feel, I have to keep that close knit with God. Right. And let them know, like, I'm still here. I'm still with you. Like, mm-hmm. and um, that's so important because th- this is the moment where you're vulnerable. And like we were saying, the enemy, it, you know, we leaving that door open for him. Um, And you like resist, like every time you play a worship song, every time you give a prayer, every time you talk to God, mm-hmm. every time you read a psalm or a verse or anything, that's you resisting the right. enemy and eventually he will flee. Right. So I think that's so important what you just said, just making sure you stay, you keep that connection with God. Right. Um, all right. Well, some of my tips, uh, I have a pretty, I probably have a pretty decent list music. Like Lisa said, definitely a lot of worship music, um, prayer, um, the reading the word. Um, if you guys, like need like encouragement let me tell you the psalms is there's a freaking psalm for every mood and emotion that you can Mm -hmm. possibly have Mm -hmm. so psalms have been really good for me um keeping busy um usually um i get like into these things where i pick a subject this is how i keep busy i keep i pick a subject that i am curious about and I do research on it. So, like, right now, like, I've been driving Lisa crazy about this new... <laughs> it's not new, but it's new to me. Um, eating right for your type. So, like, eating... Like your blood right type. For, for your blood type. Right. Um, and so I found the... I was going to buy the book, but I ended up finding it at the library. And so I've been, like, on this thing, like, reading articles about it and listening to testimonies. And that's my thing. So I've... I've been keeping keeping busy doing research on this topic that's been intriguing me. Um, unplug from social media. The first thing I do when that seasonal depression kicks in is I unplug from social media. Social media, um, for me, um, just like the whole scrolling and just looking at people. Like if I'm in this depressive mood, I cannot see like you. your happiness will irritate me. So, like, you just, just me scrolling and, like, you just have a selfie and you're smiling. I'm like, oh, what the f- is she smiling about? <laughs> like, there's nothing to smile about. Right. Like, things like that or, like, even, like, negative things just make me feel even more negative. Social media is just not healthy for me when I'm going yeah. through seasonal depression. So, the first thing I do is I delete all of my social media apps. So, like, right now. Um, and it's hard. I just want to say that it's hard because people are not, sh- they're just showing their highlight reel. They're not right. showing the behind the scenes so it's like right. the fact that you know it's just like uh what's the word i'm looking for it's just like an illusion right that's that's what you know it brings like the frustration even more right right like, and it's not their fault like they actually right. could be genuinely happy in the picture right. but i'm just everything irritates me so right. it's not personal um, right so i unplug from social media i listen to sermons um, I try to, I try because I'm not into it, but I try to do some self-care. Like two days ago, I 
like I ordered a bunch of nail polish for my birthday from um, 100% Pure, which is one of my, it's just, I love their nail polish and it's all plant-based and natural. So I just got like my delivery finally. And so I had fun like painting my nails and like that lifted up my mood some. So self-care is important. Um, Or like uh, just washing my hair, like, right. you know, like, like, damn, let me just wash my hair. Let me untangle it. Like untangling my hair is self-care for me. Right. Um, physical contact um i like putting my cold feet under my husband i like snuggling i like being under the blanket um with him like just physical contact like sometimes all you need is a hug so physical contact is important hugging my children just you know kissing up on them and hugging them it doesn't have to be um you know a, a spouse or like a partner it can be your children it can be a pet they said um I was reading an article that, oh gosh, I read too much. I was reading an article (laughs) that like, just like even pets stroking them really brings like, it's, it's soothing to, um, to humans, just stroking like your cat or your dog. So physical contact doesn't have to be like your partner. Um, clearing clutter really puts me in a good mood. Um, podcasts have really helped me right now. I'm listening to, um, one of my favorites, the minimalist. And um, they were talking about this um, thirty this game that they play for the for the season. It's thirty. I days, love the minimalist, by the way. Right, um, December every December they play this game where um, for the next thirty days of December they for every day you okay so December first you clear you get rid of one thing December second two things and it's fun until it gets to like the middle of the month where like now you have to get rid of fifteen things. And it's not so easy. And by the end of it, it just keeps getting harder and harder. Because can you imagine by the end of the month getting rid of 30 things in one day? So- and it's so, it's so crazy because it's like when, when I first, when you first introduced me to the minimalists and I started listening to them and I started getting rid of so many, so much stuff around me, like all the clutter, it's like half of the things that I got rid of, I don't even use on a daily basis. Don't even basis. touch. Right. Like I don't even, I don't even know that I have it, which lets me know that I didn't even I don't even need it exactly Um, so yeah and I just wanted to throw another thing in there um when you mentioned the kids I try my hardest to put on a happy face for my daughter because it's not her fault Mm -hmm. because of the way that I feel I don't want to taint her with what I'm feeling and I have to still allow her to be a kid you know it's not like hey come here with me into my seasonal depression Mm -hmm. Um, so I think kids are, I mean, of course everyone doesn't have kids. Um, but I think that my daughter definitely helps me stay level-headed, like keep my head above water. Right. Say, you know, like, even though I, I'm feeling this way on the inside, um, just the fact that, you know, she keeps me on my toes. They're probably the only ones that we we are intentional about, like not thinking. Right, right. And, um, you know, just keeping me on my toes, Mm -hmm. just, it just brings so much gratitude. Like, yes, I feel this way. And, but the gratitude that I feel for having her and being able to show that love, right. When not wanting to connect with the outside world definitely makes a difference. Right. Um, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, our kids definitely help us not to like go too deep into the depression because yeah no I was just gonna say and they also teach us um to be grateful for the small things Mm -hmm. you know that was that yep we get like my next point right Mm -hmm. we get so caught up in 
like the big things that just the little things are what matter right um so it brings you right back down right so yeah eating healthier um you know when i'm really intentional about it because after all these are the tips these are my tips um eating healthier definitely does help me um Mm. to feel better and just gratitude and attitude of gratitude again something i have to be very intentional about because if i if you know if i if i just like you know get lost in my depression it's hard to do that but if i'm really intentional about it i just like the other day i was having my coffee by my window finally it was sunlight and i was so happy and I had my prayer time and journal time. And I just looked out the window with my coffee and I just started talking to God. And I told him, Lord, thank you. Just thank you. Right. And I got really emotional about it. But that definitely, like, it just, it lifted my mood up. Um, right. So, uh, ad- you know, attitude of gratitude really, really helps. Um, working on a goal. Um, I like in this, you know, during my season- seasonal depression, I'll take one or two. I can't do too many because I just can't. So, even if it's just one goal, I try to work towards that. So that's another tip I have. Um, journaling, I try to journal at least every other day. I'm not, I can't say I journal every day because sometimes I'm not in the mood to write. Um, I think it's so important to have, even though we love our isolation, to have at least just that one person. And so one of my tips is getting yourself a Lisa. For me, Lisa is the one, I shut the whole entire world out, but Lisa is like the one person that I'll let in in my seasonal depression. I feel so special. Yeah. So like, and then the fact that she's going through it and she understands me and I don't feel judged and I don't feel the girl, get up. Like you don't want to. You, it's it's weird to say you almost don't want to hear encouragement. You don't want right. to hear the girl come on, get your clothes on, and go outside and get some sun. She doesn't do that, and I don't want to hear that. So right. she's like the perfect person for that. So I say get you a Lisa, and I say uh, get you a Loli. Thank you. Right. And then um, do I really enjoy coffee? And I noticed that lately, like I usually just have my one cup of coffee in the morning, but. Once in a while, I have a second cup during the day. And, you know, it brings joy to me. So, like, I say do more of what brings you joy. Um, Something else I'm doing is I'm reading a lot. I love, love, love to read. But when I'm on social media, I barely read because I'm too busy scrolling and trying to, you know, keep up with social media. So now that I'm unplugged, I'm doing more of what I like, um, so I'm reading a lot like just this week I read two freaking books in less than a week I'm on my third I'm on my third book so like I'm doing a lot of reading and then my last tip is embracing it I just embrace what I'm feeling I embrace whatever if it's depressive if it's depressive feelings I embrace it I reflect on it Mm -hmm. and I remember I try to remember I try to remind myself that morning will come that better days are ahead and that I won't be in this forever. And that right. there are valuable lessons that are only learned in the darkness. That's you know, true. My That's heart, absolutely true. Right? My hardships, my pain, my suffering is what allows me to relate to others. And I can't encourage anyone if I haven't been through anything. And I'm always telling this to Lisa. Like, it's so painful when we go through our things and when we're in the thick of it. But if I didn't go through anything, I couldn't help anybody. I couldn't encourage anybody because how can I relate to you if I haven't been through anything? So I take, I, that's how I look at my seasonal depression. And, um, and I've made it my, I've made it my, 
I've just just doing this podcast and talking to Lisa to Lisa lately and just um relating like the way that we can relate to each other because we're going through it together. I feel like, you know, in right now this this year for the first time of my seasonal depression, I feel like instead of wishing winter away, I want to try and embrace it. I want to look forward to winter as a time when I engage in self-care and learn more about myself. So like from now on, my attitude isn't going to be like when it's getting, when I see summer's about to finish and I'm about, it's like fall is around the corner. I'm not going to see it like, you know, Oh, here we go. Time to Wait. kick into seasonal depression. Nope. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get excited about it and look forward to this being my season, my season of self-care and self-discovery and just finding myself and what I like and what I don't like and doing more of what I like and what and more of what makes me happy. So that's how I'm going to start looking at it from now on. Right. Absolutely. I think it's it's so important to do self-reflection and to be so self-aware about yourself and wanting the change, you know, and not waiting for the, um, to get to the destination, but actually just embracing the process. Enjoying the process and the journey. Right. And instead of like, like, I would like to like, it's seasonal depression instead of like, well, you know, is SAD. That's the, um, the abbreviation for it. Um, I don't know. Like I would like to try to change those letters. Like instead of, um, it being, what seasonal. does it stand for? Seasonal. It could be Affective my seasonal, disorder. seasonal self care, or seasonal. Right. You know, just changing right. it and like the stigma, the stigma of like depression, and just like replacing the word depression with discovery, maybe self discovery, right. season of self discovery. I don't know something like that, but like right. I just want to look forward to this season. I think that's-, that's so powerful because even in something so negative, and something that ha- that I know, like you said, um research shows that millions of people you know go through this you can still you still see it in a positive way and you're trying to switch the dynamic on what the effect that it makes on you right um well you can't change your circumstance you can't change that you're gonna get into this season of right you know it changes this this different this change that you feel in like your mood and stuff but all you can do is like look at it from a different way. So instead of like, right. oh, this is my season of self-loathing, like here we go, right. buckle up. Right. You know, I just wanna like this is my season of self-care, of doing right. more of what I like, of unplugging from social media, of slowing down. That's that's I just wanna look at it differently. Right. And I wanted to um I, w- I saw this um article. Oh, here we go with another article. <laughs> that <laughs> you are the research queen. I know. I told you guys, that. I you are the too research much. queen. No, that's pretty good. Um, I saw this article about Norwegians. So you guys know that Norway. What's the what's the country? Nor Nor Norway. Norway. Here we go. Norway. You guys know that they're known for like long winter hours and and it's like always cold and dark over there. Well supposedly sad is nearly non-existent in the norwegian culture despite their long winter hours yes despite their long winter hours and i think it's because they celebrate and they cherish the things that winter has to offer you know it says that they revel in wearing warm clothes hot seasonal drinks cuddling under blankets knitting and other winter friendly activities they even have a name for it called kozlig that's great. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce this K O S E L I G, but like, come on, look at look at the Norwegian. Oh, and like they like like candlelight, like they they love like they really embrace it. And I'm like, man, like I need to start thinking like a Norwegian. 
Right. You know, I like, feel like they because they're making that switch and saying instead of it bringing this to me, I'm gonna turn it around and right. I'm gonna embrace I, I'm not gonna, it. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna let it control me. I'm gonna control it. Right, they're making the most of it. They change right. their attitude towards it, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. Right. I want to just change my attitude towards, right. you know, the long winter hours. The it and something, dark. something just popped in my head as you were talking and saying that. There's no way that you will be able to, even me or whoever, just people in general, will be able to be grateful for the light if they weren't in darkness come on hello preach right girl. like you, how are you gonna appreciate something if right. you didn't spend that time in that dark place right um that's so, so powerful yeah, I, I love that i feel like because i i truly do feel like i will not feel like this forever mm-hmm. i am feeling like this now but i won't feel like this forever and even if i do um even if it's something that i you know it's inevitable I'm I'm not going to look at it in the same way. I'm not going to like you're saying I'm not going to approach it in the same way. Right. Um and I feel like years from now when I reflect and look back, I'm going to appreciate all the dark times that I went through because it's going to make me be appreciative. Right? It's going to I'm going to be more appreciative of all the wonderful things that came out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to throw something in there. Um just my just me and, and, and thinking and the way I look at it, I feel like some people who go through seasonal depression, from, like myself, um, it also comes with expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, expectation of uh, not feeling good enough. Expectations of uh, feeling like you're sort of competing with other people. Mm-hmm. Like they're far along than what you are. Expectation of, you know, having these things that you want to complete and they, you didn't complete them shortcomings Um, right so I feel like being intentional is so important um and that's why I I I keep saying and I've said throughout this podcast in this season this time around I'm approaching it in a different way and saying okay I already know what's coming I already know what I'm feeling I need to fight that you know I need to push that back and push it into a corner because it's not going to overtake me the way it used to I'm not as vulnerable as I used to be Right. Um, even though it's a vulnerable feeling, like, you know, I'm more powerful. And I feel like that comes with knowing who you are in God. The reason why this seasonal depression is not overtaking us in the way that it's done in the past is because our relationship with God He's is our better. anchor. Right. right. He we're doesn't cl- let us drift away. We might right. drift, but we don't go too far because right. he's our anchor. And I feel like we just me, obviously myself and you, I can speak for you because, um, we're so close, we know who we are in God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like ultimately that's the most important thing in your life. Right. Um, to figure out your purpose, mm-hmm. why you're here, what you're supposed to be doing, um, and the effect that you're supposed to make on people's lives. Um, so it's hard. And like I told you in private, it's hard for me. Like I'm going back and forth. Like I'm fluctuating. Like one day I'll have a really, really bad day. And even if I try to have a bad day the next day, God's like, get up, like, right. you know, get up physically and spiritually get up because the we, God in you just have, doesn't right, let you, we don't have time for this. Like mm-hmm. I told you, you know, and that's why going back to when I left the house to get my haircut, that's what God was telling me, get up. Like, you're not going to do another day of this. You know, you went two day, two or three days doing this in a row, get up, 
go out and do something like you know there's no time for that you've come too far to only come this far like I always say you know I I didn't come this far we both didn't come this far to only get here and stay here Mm -hmm. um it's so hard that's why we're fighting that's why um you know we're being so resistant because we know who we are and we're we're confident in who we are in God absolutely um I think one um, last tip I'm sorry, Lisa. One last tip that I think me and Lisa can both agree on, and I totally forgot. It was written here on my on my notes, and I totally forgot was, um, you know, sometimes talking to a stranger is very helpful. Um, right. You know, because uh, me and Lisa, we go to each other, you know, for pretty much everything. Um, we're each other's right. confidants, but sometimes you need that third party that doesn't know you. Um, right. And so, you know, therapy has. Um, I just started my therapy, so I just started. Ooh-hoo. Lisa's already like on session three or four, but my first session yeah. was yesterday, and I know you know from oh, talking. Thank you for wait. I'm sorry. Thank you for bringing that up because I knew I wanted to say something else, but I'm like, what is it that I? Because I didn't have it written down. Right. I'm like therapy. Therapy is a, that's great. Great. That's therapy is an, is amazing in the seasonal yeah. depression. Um, you know, to speak to a, an expert on like depression and mood disorder and and like and that they don't know you no preconceived notions no judgment no and they have like scientific you know um coping um you know mechanisms yeah Yeah. and strategies that you can apply and you know um I think therapy is it's been it's it's only been a session but I can't even tell you I walked out of that that first session feeling so good and I'm totally looking forward to many more and I'm so proud of you. Thank I, you. I'm proud I of know you when, too. When I when we first started talking about it, I brought it up to you about what I wanted mm-hmm. to do, and I wanted to get back into it and um, stuff like that. Yeah, um, Lisa had brought up the, the the therapy, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to, but I've like right. never, I've never had the courage to like make an appointment. And her, you know, stepping right. out and and having courage to like start it, I was like, you know what? If Lisa can do it, I can do it. And so Absolutely. I really have to thank her because her her taking the initiative made me take initiative. And um, yeah, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that you you know you went with what you wanted to do and you stuck with it and you did it that's so amazing and I just want to add on to that therapy is so important um talking to someone that you know like you said doesn't have any preconceived notion about who you are where you come from what you do or whatever like they're just there and I told something to my therapist this past time um I think my last appointment that I went to was last Friday um I said, you know what? I'm thankful. Although, you know, I had a great uh, Thanksgiving vacation or whatever. Like, I'm just right back to how I was feeling before that. And just coming here and venting to you and just letting it out. Now I know that I can leave it here. And she said, you know what? That's absolutely amazing what you're saying, because sometimes people have therapy mixed up. And what they don't know is that that's one of the reasons why you're coming here you're coming to leave it here unload and just right. leave it there and then walk out you know with the burden lifted right um and you know jesus and therapy are my go-to like no, it's, 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 it's just about you know my relationship with god ha- is just getting better and better closer and closer every single day and i'm so grateful for that and going to therapy is um you know mental health uh, is real 
Right. And um, then nothing has to be wrong with you for you right. to want the same way how you know you exercise for physical you know well-being i think talking to somebody um is good for your mental well-being i think that i think that everyone should include therapy into their self-care regimen i think it's so important i think everybody and i actually brought it up at thanksgiving dinner (laughs) because i am not ashamed um yes i have a therapist yes i go to therapy because I need it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I need to unload. I need to vent. I need to talk about, you know, what's going and on. And I feel like that could be an episode all on its own. Just therapy. Starting right, right. therapy and how, how it's been right. for us so far. Right. And it's such, it's so taboo um, that people don't talk about it. Especially in our culture and Hispanic Exactly. Culture. Exactly. Um, and I brought it up, you know, briefly. We didn't talk too much about it um, in Thanksgiving dinner. And everyone agreed. They're like, yeah. Like, you, they they were kind of sh- taken aback the fact that I even brought it up because right. it's like it's something that you want to talk about but you don't really talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think therapy is so so important. Mental health is real, mm-hmm. and sometimes you need to just work through those. You know, work through your emotions, work through your trauma, and it's so and, much easier to work through them with somebody yeah. that doesn't even know you. Right. And like um, you mentioned earlier, working on your triggers, having coping mechanisms, Mm -hmm. dealing with that is so important. Um, So, yes, therapy, 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 people, Um, even if you shut the entire world out, go find a therapist, go to your therapist and talk about it because it will make you feel better. I never leave just like church. I never leave the same way that I came in. I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And you need that extra. Yes, Jesus is enough. Yes, going to church is enough. But you always want to have that extra step. Yep. Um, Definitely. Uh, oh, I think yeah. that's everything for us, right? Yeah. Um, um, we do this, have quotes, I think this episode right? was amazing. Yes. It was. It was amazing. And I think <sighs> it was so necessary. Think, it was kind of like therapy. It was therapeutic. <laughs> it was very therapeutic. Yes. I, yes. I kind of feel, I feel better. I feel good. I, yeah. I, I feel I feel like just declaring that I'm going to look at this season differently yes, was absolutely. very liberating, therapeutic, and just got, and just like lifted up my mood. For sure. Yes. For sure. <sighs> feel good yes so what better way to do it with your battle buddy but moving on yes (laughs) okay um so quotes quotes we're doing quotes um okay so i have two quotes and i have two scriptures so my first quote is okay i kind of have it mushed over here okay so my first quote is believe you can and you're halfway there Oh, believe you can one. and you're halfway there my second quote is what screws us up most in life is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be mm. my second quote um and then here are my scriptures my first one is from psalm chapter 34 verses 17 and 18 the righteous cry out and the lord hears them he delivers them from all their troubles the word is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Oh my God. That one is, when she told me I, what, her, what, what her scripture was going to be, I was like, yo, that's so powerful. Uh, yes, that one is really, perfect and fitting. Yes, especially for this topic. And my second and last scripture is from Romans chapter 8, verse 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not, um, I can't even read what I wrote. 
are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Come on. This so, whole freaking yes. life is temporary. Yes. Our problems, the, our I'm whole clapping. life. Yes. I'm clapping. Like, yes. that's what, that's what gives, like, that's why when you believe in God and you have a relationship with God, you can be miserable, but guess what? You're a hopeful miserable because you know that yes. there's an ending, that yes. this is not forever. There's nothing worse than being miserable, a hopeless miserable. Right. I actually have one more which God has been giving me. This is my Go ahead, girl. Anchor. Share it. Yes, it's my anchor scripture. I mean, I know I wrote this down for the podcast, but this has been my anchor scripture that God has been drilling into my head day after day. Faith cometh by hearing, and that's hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. So you have to stay planted in Him in order to fight through those you're not physically fighting you're spiritually fighting. spiritual warfare for sure yes so um when i say i fight through it i don't mean physically fighting i mean spiritually fighting yep um and that's staying planted in the word so. yeah because there's a spiritual depression that you're experiencing absolutely um well i have one i just have one quote today um and one scripture my um quote is note to self the world needs you to show up today you are powerful you are valuable and what you believe changes the world amazing um i love that um i just that first sentence just the world needs you to show up today and when it says the world i replace that word with your kids need you to show up today your husband needs you to show up today god preach evangelist preach evangelist god needs you to show up today you know replace the word world and replace it with the people that love you that want to see you come out of this spiritual depression replace that word um so i love that um quote and then my scripture is Nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. And that's Isaiah 9 7. Again, Amazing. it's there's an ending to it, and that's and you that's a promise. Right. And you just hold on to that promise that you know yes. morning will come. This isn't forever. Right. This too shall pass. Exactly. Um there's light at the end of that tunnel. Absolutely. Prom- that's a promise. Um, you got Lisa, I love this episode. I really do. I really, and I, I feel like it was needed. That's why I said, you know, we had like doing this episode, doing this podcast was so necessary because we're in the thick of it. Um, we can speak on what we've been feeling. And honestly, to put it in a nutshell, the only thing getting me through is knowing that God is right by my side and that he's he's waiting for me, you know, like he's, he's there and he's patiently waiting for me to realize who he created me to be, to realize who I am and the power that I have, the power that I possess that he's given me. Amen. That's for me. That's for you. That's for everyone, you know? Yes. So. Amen. Um, oh. I didn't realize how much I needed this episode. Like yeah. I almost can't wait for you to finish editing it. So I can, cause by the way, uh, Lisa is the editor of this podcast. I'm so proud of her. Thank um, you. She's been doing and an you amazing are the job. Social media manager, but now I have <laughs> so Lisa's doing both. I'm horrible. Yes. I'm but so horrible I'm, at social media uh, no, managing. So, like you're like an expert. You're you're that's your thing that you're great at that. I'm so grateful to Lisa because although 
she knows although she's also experiencing the season of depression she's still willing to take this on for me and she doesn't even know how much i appreciate her for that so i'm just so grateful to her i'm really really grateful to her but yeah you guys i cannot wait for this to be edited to play it back i just talking it talking about it being honest about it letting it out and just sharing has really been therapeutic for me and i can't wait to like just play this back and listen to it all over again Right. We hope that it hits you um, and it, you know, it leaves an imprint in your heart just the way it's left one on us. Absolutely. And I hope that like, like, I really, I can't wait for the, for the people that share. Wow. I, wow. Like, I didn't know there was a term for it. Like the way we were feeling like, like that, that you could relate to it and that this, this episode really helped you get through this season of, um, seasonal depression. Um, Yeah, that's everything, you guys. Um, But don't forget, do your best until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. All right, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Welcome back to Battle Buddies, the podcast. You're listening to episode six. (laughs) I'm done with you. Wait, you give me... People can't even talk. Like, we can't even introduce this podcast because this girl Yo, gets the you right me, No, it's because you didn't pick up for all those times that you gave me mad anxiety, and now I'm all shaky. Like, what I, the hell? I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't signed into Anchor, so I couldn't pick up the phone call. Yo, I was like, the music gives me the anticipation when right about when you're about to pick up. <laughs> and then when you finally pick up, I'm like, oh shoot, I don't even know what to say. Girl, you know what to say is hi. Welcome back. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to do this again. No, leave it. This could be no, our no, no, little... no, 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 no. We have to do this again. No, this is our. Blueprint. Yes, we have. To do this. Okay, okay, bye. <laughs>